Brooks. You guys, thank you. Welcome to Conversations with Creative Vagabonds, Thinkers, and Innovators. This is the place where great minds come to chat, and I am your host, Sandra Lee Schubert. Welcome to the show. Stop feeling so stressed about life. What is my purpose? Why am I here? These are the kinds of big life questions that coach and entrepreneur and author Zen Brooke empowers readers to answer in her book, Your Inner GPS. Follow your internal guidance to optimal health, happiness, and satisfaction. Zen, welcome to the show. How are you today? I am great. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm sorry, I realized like right in the second of that that I mispronounced your name. So is it Debrook? It's Debrook, yes. You did beautiful. Debrook. Actually, I didn't notice. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's good. I'm sorry because I also I was reading it and I'm like, oh, no, I read it wrong. Anyway, I'm happy to have you on, on the show. And, and we're here to talk about your inner GPS, which sounds wonderful because certainly – I'm always looking for a inner GPS to, to get me moving along. So um, let's talk a little bit about what that's all about. Oh, thank you. It's, it's really actually incredibly exciting. Um, what I discovered, I've been, I've been doing this for 23 years, and what I discovered is that every human being is born with an inner GPS that is uniquely guiding them, like a GPS in a car, to their own life's purpose and happiness. And we can physically feel it in our body. It's, it, and it's, what it is is it's between our throat and our solar plex area where the ribs come together at the top of the stomach. There's an expansion and a contraction sensation that happens, and it's in relationship to what we're thinking. And when we feel expanded, we're on our path. We're on our, moving towards our purpose. We're accomplishing and, and in joy and confidence and happiness. And when we feel a constriction or a rock churning in the pit of our stomach, a, a tightness, an anxiety feeling in our chest, or a lump in our throat, that is actual that guidance is actual that what we're thinking is not true and not in alignment with our path and our purpose. And it's, it's really an amazing little tool that I'm discovering that very few people are aware of yet. So I get to be one of the people coming out and sharing it with everyone. So I guess, you know, you know, what I hear what you're saying is that when somebody sort of, um, you know, gets, gets that sense about something, like they get butterflies in their stomach or they get, you know, like a weird feeling, you're kind of saying it's that, but most people are kind of ignoring that sensation and not paying attention to it? Or is it something different than sort of the butterflies that somebody gets or that weird feeling? 
Well, you know, it, it shows up like a weird feeling. In fact, you'll hear it in conversation a lot where, where the closing sensation, and um, and I, I'll give your listeners a website where they can do an exercise to feel it for themselves. So don't worry. I, I'll make sure everybody gets to feel it because you can actually physically feel it. You'll go, whoa, that's wild. Um, but, but what happens is, is as we're learning about the world around us when we're young, when we get a, a closed or a tight feeling, an uncomfortable feeling in this area of our trunk of our body, we begin to translate it as there's something outside of us that's bad or wrong or trouble or off. And what I've been uncovering working with thousands of individuals is actually it's the way you're thinking about the situation that's outside of you that needs to be shifted and that's it's off. And so very often what will happen is we'll get this, someone will get this feeling like, oh, I have a bad feeling about that person or this situation, and they'll go to take action with that, and they'll make mistakes or they'll make a situation worse or they'll kind of like get into trouble. And, it's, it, and, and they're, they're feeling it, but they're not translating the guidance properly to be able to actually be successful in using it in their life. Okay. So they're... So people are having this sensation, but they 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 may be misinterpreting it. So they're taking actions kind of based on a misinterpretation. So they may feel anxious and think they have to change a situation, but really that anxiousness may be just something else. That's sort of what that, I'm hearing. And that's yeah. Okay. No, it's okay. The anxiousness is to change what you're thinking, to change how you're thinking about the situation. So, so the, one of the easiest ways is what I have found is all stress, worry, fear, frustration, and overwhelm that show up as a physical sensation in the body is actually guidance letting us know that how we're thinking about something is not true. So if someone is worrying about having their mortgage and they're feeling that tight feeling in their chest or this rock in the pit of their stomach as they're laying there at 3 o'clock in the morning stressing that in five days they won't have enough money to pay their mortgage, what they're thinking is actually incorrect. They will have enough money to pay their mortgage, and everything's going to be fine. The mom who's, who's concerned about their teenager who's now a half an hour late from getting home when they should have, and their mind is thinking of all the various things that are going wrong in that teenager's world right now, the feeling that they have is inaccurate. It, it, what they're thinking about that teenager's life in that moment is inaccurate. If something is actually going wrong, how it shows up in the body is if you think, oh, my gosh, something's happened to her, she's late, it shows up as a very open, calm, knowing, centered feeling in the body. Oh, that's, in, that's interesting. So it's, it's almost counterintuitive to what people would think about uh, uh, having feelings about something, you know, where you would sort of say, oh, I'm feeling stressed, so then I must be, something stressful must be happening in the world. So it's, it's a, a difference, you're saying. Exactly. That's exactly it. That's the switch that using mm-hmm. your internal guidance system flips. That's interesting. Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you a strange story, um, and I don't know if it's, it, it may not be about guidance, but maybe it is about guidance. I had, mm-hmm. I was, I, um, on, on um, Monday, I was having this, um, I was thinking about somebody that really had been very angry and hateful and destructive in my life. 
And I sort of looked at their Facebook page and I said, you know, I release you. And I felt this incredible calm and I just had that moment of like, I release you. Whatever I've been harboring, I release you. And I felt kind of calm and okay about it and I moved on and talked about the person a little later in the day in reference to something else. But it turned out that person ended up passing away that day. And I thought, well, how odd at the moment, not, well, not the moment, but just, you know, the same time, you know, within hours of that yes. happening, I had that wonderful moment of going, you know what, I, I'm ready to just release you. I'm ready for this to go. And then ha- find out that he died. I mean, it was kind of like, oh, that's so odd and so strange, but kind of what you're seeing sort of kind of goes with that it's like so what came first the, his leaving or my <laughs> feeling or did were they combined together it was just sort of interesting that happened at the same time well i i don't want to sound like a strange person but i believe that that it is entwined i believe that that moment is exactly the internal guidance system what i've been discovering after years of using this and working with others and teaching them to use it is that miracles and synchronicity in the world is the norm and that our mind and this closing that we get around stress and anxiety and worries carries us away from miracles and synchronicity. If you look into nature, everything is a miracle. I mean, it's a miracle how everything gets done in nature. All the animals and the, and the, and the insects and the plant life and everything is flowing with a certain level of, of care and love and attention and perfection, but it's not messed with, Right. And we humans are no different if we get into sync with that energy. In fact, I, I honestly do believe that nature is already operating in using an, uh, an internal guidance system and that there is a divine flow and wisdom that's occurring. And so I am not surprised by your story, and there are many stories that I hear just like that. And I would say that it was your internal guidance system that moved you into that release before this person passed to allow that to be complete, both of you. Right. For both of us, yeah, it was, it was, it, it was shocking in that sort of synchronistic way where you're just kind of like, wow, okay, you know, because it w- obviously it was not a, a, it was a sudden passing, so it wasn't like you you would thought that person would have been dying or any of that stuff. So it was kind of, that was that was interesting, but so but I, the I sensation guess, you know, that you felt that that's what's important. Mm-hmm about to, for me as far as in the story mm-hmm. the sensation of feeling that that kind of release that expansion that calmness that centeredness that is the experience of, right. of your internal guidance system and can be in touch with that every single day moving from the state of closure into that opening centering by learning how to m- maneuver and manage your mind so you did it perfectly in that situation in and that it situation. was probably an extreme blessing it, you know, um, and it, it was. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I don't want to sound harsh, but I, I don't have a particular sorrow over this person's passing, and I don't mean it in a harsh, harsh way. You know, it just is what is. You know, he was in a different place than I was. You know, so there's not that sense of losing someone in the world, but the the idea that I could that we could complete that and, and move on and I could have that moment and tap into that even for that second was sort of phenomenal for me, you know, and that's, it's interesting that how it happened and, you know, there you go. It's just 
fascinating how life works that way. Yeah, it's very cool. I'm I'm, I'm really happy okay. for you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So let's, yeah. let's talk a little bit about how you got to this. I mean, you know, so you know what were what was the process that that sort of had you really find this system out, identify it, and then be able to, to use it all the time? Because I'm assuming you do use it all the time. Yeah. Um, in 1993, I got a cassette tape. I had been on the path of using, like, manifestation and reality creation since I read Richard Bach's Illusion um, in 1985. And then in 1993, I got a, a, a cassette tape from Abraham Hicks, and which is along along similar lines, and they mentioned this internal guidance system, and I call it the internal guidance system because I got the term from them, and I resonated with it so strongly because I knew that when I had this tight sensation in my chest in my in my solar plex area, I had already begun to equate it as a moment where I was about to do something that was going to sabotage my own happiness. I had learned that when I follow that instinct and act out of that, things go wrong. I make the situation worse. And yet I couldn't find a solution on how to shift that. You know, it's like it carries me forward. My, my mind hijacks me into wrong, bad doing. Not, I don't mean mm-hmm. that I'm an evil person, but calling and making a, you know, outrageous, upset claim with somebody or doing something silly. And I was in my early 20s, and when they said that, it just went, bing, this is, this is the answer. So I began a quest to find some teaching that was concrete and a system that would teach it to me, and I couldn't find one. So I was left to my own devices, and I had to figure it out. And so through trial, trial and error, I began to uncover how it worked in my body and how, how to work with my own mind. And I used it to create a multimillion-dollar tech company with an, a, a wonderful group of people, um, in San Francisco, right at the height of the of the dot com era, and it, I, it proved itself to me over and over again, and so that's where it came into being. Okay, so can you that's a that's a a good story, and uh, I'm about the tech company. Can you talk a little bit about that story because I think it's kind of interesting, at least gives people something that yes. they can sort of identify with. Maybe, yeah, besides so, maybe not having done a million-dollar tech company of their own, but maybe they could understand that process a little. Well, yeah. Well, what happened was is it's in making decisions. So, And, and it, it's not like all, all love and joy, the story. I actually ended up in 2001 after the second recession crash that hit, uh, $1.2 million in personally secured debt. People are like, how how'd that happen? Well, all along the way, it's the, the the way that the internal guidance system works inside of each of every every one of us is it works like a compass. You know how compass is kind of pointing true north, goal for each of us that we would love to achieve, and that goal is super complex and beautiful at the same time. And so, as you're going through your life, you don't want to deal with the complexity of it. So what it looks like for us in, when we're walking through life is more like playing the hot gold game when you were a kid. You know, you'd put an object, hide it, and blindfold yourself, and then your friends would all be all hot, 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 cold, cold, warm, right? And it guides you to that object. Remember those, that game? Did you ever play it? Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it's really fun, and you get all this input. Well, that's what your internal guidance system is doing about your personal life. So I was following it and tuning into it and making decisions and all of that. But there comes a time when the mind 
and every person that I've ever taught to do this, there comes a point where the mind is saying, no way, we can't go there, it's not right, and um, it, it, we're going to fail. And and what happened was is we had been expanding. We had $6 million in contracts, and we were expanding in order to be able to fulfill them at the time the crash happened. And I knew that we shouldn't expand, but there was absolutely the – t- the time is ticking away, and I could feel it with my IGS, but I decided to override it and do and put the investment into more chairs and desks and computers and people in order to make sure we could fulfill on these contracts we had signed. And the crash happened, and the money went away. And then I was left with, wow, I followed this thing, and now I'm in this place of huge failure. And I wallowed in it for a while until I realized, well, if it got me here, maybe it can get me out of it. So I was laying there in bed one night, thinking about not being able to sleep, stressed and anxiety, which means I'm closed, what I'm thinking isn't true, about being a failure and and forever being in debt and disappointing all kinds of people that I really respected. And it hit me. I was like, what's the opening thought? I need to find it. And, And I searched around and I finally got it. And the thought was, it takes a heck of a gal to get herself into $1.2 million worth of personally secured debt at 30. That's a lot of trust. Those people trusted me. They didn't trust me because of some item I had that they would get to take from me. They trusted me because they believed I could do it. And I opened so big at that thought that I couldn't go back to the failure thought. And I said, well, then that means I can get myself out of this. And that thought led to the next opening, which led to the next opening and on down the path to recovery from that situation with integrity. And it was a remarkable journey. So I've run the gamut of the high following this to super low and then back out again. And I've tested it or I wouldn't be here talking about it. And it is a, a true, wise, extraordinary part of each of us that's incredibly important in these times to be actually using and learning how to master. Okay, so when you're talking about it's not sort of all, you know, you know, angels parting the doors, opening the doors for you kind of thing, which sounds, that part could sounds like it could be fun. So, so it's, I guess, you know, people sort of think that when you get to this kind of place where you have this in, in, inner knowing that it is that kind of magical thing where things just plop in your lap. But, uh, but I mean, some part of this that, your guidance may also lead you through lessons that you need to learn. So sometimes it isn't always as easy or smooth because there are some things that maybe you need to sort of get before you go there. Or is that something different? No, it's like, it's, that's a, would be a really good way of thinking about it, but it's actually a little different than that. It's not that we have any lessons to go through. It's more like we got here and we were a perfect, wonderful being. And then throughout the course from being an infant, possibly even before, but from an infant on to where we are now, it's like we get covered up with layers of cultural expectations and ideas about our own limitations and what we're, what we're about and what we can accomplish and what our dreams are. And we actually get told not to dream certain things. They're too hard or nobody actually makes it in the music business or, you know, on and on and on. And what happens is we get covered up, and when we discover the internal guidance system, it tries to guide us to unravel all of that. Well, sometimes we hang on to that covering because it's, it's safe and it's scary to let go of it. So we get ourselves into trouble following closings because we're afraid to follow an opening. So an example could be 
something as simple as, well, it's not quite simple, but I had a client who, he was an attorney, and we were coaching together using the IGS, and he, I said, what's your dream? And he said, I want to have a wife and two kids, and I want to build, buy a house in Marin County. But when he said it, he didn't open. And what you'll find is, is once you have your own IGS working and, and you trust it, you can feel other people opening and closing. It makes communication very fun and interesting. And I said to him, I said, you're not opening. I'm not feeling the flow of physical energy moving in your body when you say that. And he goes, well, that's what I want. So then we had this one coaching session where he comes in and he was just completely high as a kite, open, open, open. And he was so excited. And he goes, I just, I said, where have you been? He goes, I just got back from an art uh, fest and I love art so much. And I want to be an artist. And I said, well, you're so open. He goes, I said, why aren't you an artist? He goes, oh, no, no, I can't be an artist. Uh, my dad was an attorney and he became a judge and his dad was an attorney and he became a judge and I will become a judge too. And I said, but that's not what opens you. And he says, there's just no way. Well, we coached and worked together and finally he actually left the law field and went to Paris to study art. And his dad was very angry. And here's the best part. No matter what happens, when your IGS gives you an opening, internal guidance system IGS, it is good for everyone around you. And so he went through it, but he was so happy and open, it didn't matter that his dad was upset. And finally one day his dad calls him, and he says, son, I'm so proud of you because I love wood, and I've always wanted to make homemade furniture. That was what I wanted to do. I never wanted to be an attorney, and I'm so glad that you did get away from it and did it. And he's laughed. He said, told me, it's so true. My dad, we'd go everywhere, and he would just go, ooh, and he's like, ooh, maple, ooh, mahogany. He really loved wood, and he'd talk about it. And so there's this way in which they were keeping themselves covered with this stuff. Like I'm saying, it's like, and the IGS peels this onion away and allows us to have the courage to step into ourselves. But we have to have the courage to make that choice. And when we don't, things go amok. So the, the sort of the sort of the quote unquote lessons are are sort of more the you sort of just ignoring what your guidance is saying to you and so the the lesson you may learn is listen listen to your guidance at the end of the exactly. day. Exactly. Exactly. But and you know what? I've been in it now for twenty three years and I still have a hard time every once in a while because it's not it does get easier about certain things, but it always challenges you to the next thing. Putting this book out into the world is a big challenge. I don't consider myself a writer. In fact, I've always kind of been embarrassed by my writing. And it was a huge deal to put this book together and to have it edited and to see all the red marks coming back from the editor on the page. And it was, you know, <laughs> so, but I'm so happy I did. And it's so amazing. And we each will be constantly given the next thing. And, it, and it's not necessarily going to be comfortable, but with your IGS, you'll feel open. And if you stay in the opening, it works. It works out. So it, you, you, the uncomfortableness is part of the growth, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going in the wrong direction. I think that sometimes that's what people think and say, they think, oh, then I've got to go back to where I feel comfortable. So it's, it's, it's kind of opening may make you feel uncomfortable, but if you have some trust, you may know that it, it's leading you to something better. Yes. And it's exactly, okay. and it will work out. That's interesting. So, okay, so we've got a bunch of people out there who are listening and saying, well, that's all very well for you. You've been doing it for 23 years or how long you've been doing it. Um, 
so how do people tap into their their own guidance? I mean, what's what is that? What is that process? Can you tell us? No, <laughs> let us. Let yeah, us yeah. Know. I'll good. tell you what. <laughs> can I walk you? Can I walk everyone that's listening and you through a quick exercise? Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Perfect. And then we can feel it. And I'd love for the listeners that are tuning in. I know you've got going on. You know, to give their experience. That would be very helpful. So your internal guidance system is in the body, so you have to connect with the body. So what I'd want, it's going to take a couple minutes, so if everybody would put away anything that's distracting, if you're reading email or doing any of that, it just, just give me a moment of your time to follow along with the instructions, and you'll have a better chance of, of feeling it. And so you feel the bottom of your, first of all, close your eyes. Sorry, everyone close their eyes unless you're driving. And then feel the bottom of your feet. We're just going to get you in touch with your body first. And by feeling your feet, just by putting your awareness there, you might have a little bit of a tingly sensation or warmth. Just stay with that for a moment. And then next, feel the palms of your hands as you're feeling your feet. Keep your attention on the palms and your feet. And your your palms may come alive a little bit. You might feel tingling in your palms and your feet. And then lastly, listen to the sounds in the room or the space around you. Now, I'm going to give you two sentences, and as you're feeling your hands and your feet and listening, notice if there's any sensation between your throat and your solar plex area. And then I'll give you a second sentence, and you'll notice that sensation. So back to hands, feet, and listening. Let the sentence just pass through your mind like a cloudwood through the sky. Here's the sentence. I do not have an internal guidance system. I do not have an internal guidance system. Notice any sensation in the trunk area of your body. And then go back to focusing on your feet, your hands, and your listening for a moment. And here's the second sentence, cloud through the sky again, just let it float through your mind. I do have an internal guidance system. I do have an internal guidance system. Feeling any sensation between your throat and your solar plexus. Then wiggle your toes, open your eyes. All right. So if you didn't feel anything, it's okay because there's a lot of stuff happening in our minds and our IGS is giving us sensations based on what we're thinking. But if you did, I'd love to hear about it. Did Sarah, Sandra, did you have any sensations? Well, the first, sensa- the first sentence, I had a little sensation in my throat where it felt like mm-hmm. uh, like like something was in there and I felt like just a thing and a t- little tickling mm-hmm. And then the second sentence, I felt a little bit of warmth um, in, in my, just in the solar plexus area, just a little bit of like warm air. And I, and I smiled. I automatically More air. smiled. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was funny that the first felt a little tight, like there was a sensation. But then when the second one, I just felt sort of a little opening in that area. So that was interesting. Perfect. And did the throat go away on the second sentence? That whatever was that. Yeah, thing it that did. Was there? It, it yes, did. Perfect. Actually, it did. So, perfect, perfect. So the first sensation I do not to I do not have an internal guidance system. 
I call that closing, and people report feeling a, a lump in their in their solar plexus area, or tightening, or a pressure, or lack of breath, or almost a wilting in the center area of their body, a, a blockage in the throat, or like a lump in the throat. So that's closing, and what that means is the thought you're having is not true. I do not have an internal guidance system is not true. The tightening is, is not true. Then the second sensation, what people often report, is a lightening. The throat area doesn't necessarily open, but any blockage goes away. It feels like you have more breath in your chest. The, chest, the stomach area, the solar plex, it eases and, and goes away. Some people report an expanding V uprising out of their, their like stomach up into their chest, and there's more air. We call that opening. That's a sensation that your IGS gives you when the thought is true and moving you towards your past. So I do have an internal guidance system. Expansion, opening, that means it's more true. And, you know, if you, if, as you begin to learn this, you'll notice that the closing really shows up in our lives as stress, worry, fear, and anxiety, overwhelm even, and frustration, which is interesting because each person, when they go through stress, they have their own personal stress, and it's, relation to, it's related to what they're thinking. And so really I believe that, and I encourage anybody who's typing in to report what they felt too to you so you could kind of read the comments. But the interesting thing is is that in our culture right now, at least in the United States, stress is listed in the top five uh, reasons why the six causes, leading causes of death are occurring. Stress is a huge one, and yet we don't know how to take care of it because each person has their unique stress. Well, it's turning out that this unique stress sensation in the body, the tightening, the fluttering, the anxiety feeling that happens, the sick feeling in the stomach, all of that, right, is guidance that what they're thinking is not true and out of alignment. It's not moving them towards their purpose, their, their sense of safety and wholeness and happiness, and even moving more into what I believe is alignment with divinity, with our divine selves. Um, so that's so, how it so essentially, sort of, it's the sensation um, is a is a the tightening tightening sensation is sort of just tells you that uh, okay this this thought is not true. So if I'm saying you know you know I'm feeling very stressed and I'm like oh this is going wrong or that's going wrong and my body's reacting by tightening. You, it, you're saying that that sort of means like no, that's that's not true. There's a, something. There's a other side to that, and that's the the side yes. that I'm not getting. I'm I'm assuming the feeling is confirming my thought. Yes, in, in and when some you say way. no, this isn't true. Yes, and I'd love to give. So this, the book itself has 20 practices, like actual mm-hmm. exercises that move you through yeah. learning how to use this in all the different areas of your life. You working. It's really about working with the mind. But here's the first practice, which is, I believe, the most important. So I'd love for everybody to know this. When you feel the tightening, say to yourself, I am closed. That means what I am thinking is not true or not going to happen. I am closed. That means what I'm thinking is not true or not going to happen. And the reason why this is important is because that is a true statement in that moment. It's the truest statement you can make without finding a solution, and you'll feel the IGS respond because it's an opening thought. It's a true thought. And, it's, and what happens is you'll begin to see how vibrant and alive this guidance system is. Most of us don't even pay attention to what our mind's producing. We drive home and we don't even remember how we got home. 
you know, we have conversations and forget. We, we get bruises on our body and we don't know how they got there. We're like, oh, where was I when that happened? You know? And so this, you know, so this vibrant part of ourselves is happening. And when you start saying this, I'm close. That means what I'm thinking is not true and not going to happen. You start realizing, wow, there's a presence of, of guidance inside me that's constantly supporting me. It's really incredible. It's, it's interesting. So, so you have you have um, you have a statement that sort of just acknowledges where you are at the moment, and and then the next sensation may or may not be, or hopefully will be an opening because you sort of moved past that. So it will be an opening. It, I haven't had anybody will make that statement. It will be. I can tell you. It the will best be an thing opening. I, so, yep. So it does indeed. It so it really it that spins you, and then whatever. And so I guess I get, and I guess when I get confused, it helps because somebody else may be confused in the world too. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I've I've now opened, or I'm opening. So then, what is do you, you have the feeling? Is there a thought that follows that? So you've had this sort of negative experience, and you create this statement, and then you open, and then yeah. do you add then okay, say so, to yourself, okay, uh, like what do I do next? Or you next, know, what's right, that? Yeah, exactly. you know, what's what's the uh, next step after that? Yeah, I'll give you the next step, but I want to let you know that that the reason that the internal guidance system itself is very mm-hmm. simple, but our minds. Okay are incredibly complex. And so, for instance, you know, I, I, one of the things that I, I, I tell people is, like, do you know what to color a yield sign is inside the United States? Do you know what color it is? Uh, yellow? Okay, so that's the number one I... answer. That's just so good for you. That's the number one answer. And, and it, it was yellow up until 1971. And then the Senate changed that to a red and white yield sign. And that red and white yield sign was completely changed everywhere in the United States by 1974. The last one was taken out of yellow one was taken out of commission. What's interesting about that, and that's all you guys can Google that and go into Wikipedia and all that, because people, as soon as they hear it, it's like, no way, I know it's yellow and black. But the thing is this, our mind, once it's imprinted with something at a young age, um, and it's interesting because now I'm starting to get red and white as an answer because I've got younger people in the audience, but once your mind's imprinted with something, it sticks. And we don't really have anything that goes in and archives and takes away old information. So when you're driving down the road and you see a red and white yield sign, your mind doesn't go, hey, yield signs are now red and white. I'm going to change that information. And so what happens is, is we were programmed between the ages of zero and five with so much information that's not true about our self-worth, about whether we're shy or not. You know, it's like, no, mom, I'm not hiding behind your leg because I'm shy. That person's kind of creepy and big, and I don't like them. You know, but they say you're shy, so you walk through life saying you're shy. All these things get programmed into us culturally and through our family. Well, when we're now adults walking through the world, we're having reactions to things, and it's not actually accurate, just like the yield sign is it. Our IGS is there, like I said, to peel away this stuff that's inaccurate, that's not true. So a perfect example of this, I got a great story. Do you mind if I give you another story? I'm a big story person. Absolutely. Okay. Go right ahead. Okay, I walked into a party, and uh, I was sitting at a party, and a girlfriend of mine walked in, and she, we were about 
probably 25 feet apart. She looks at me and gives me this awful look. My mind flipped out. I was trying to think about what was going on, what did I do with the last email I sent her, when did I see her the last time. I kind of was avoiding her. I spent about an hour of the party with people talking to me, but I wasn't really there. I was in the back of my head trying to figure this out. Finally, I walk up to her in the kitchen, and I said, hey, and she goes, oh, my gosh, Ben, who is that person over there in the blue shirt? And I told her who it was, and she goes, I, I, I thought my glasses were in my purse. I didn't put my contacts in. I cannot see a thing. I've been sitting in the kitchen waiting and trying to memorize people's clothing because I really can't see more than five feet in front of me. She wasn't upset with me. She can't see me. She squinted at me and gave me a look trying to figure out who I was. <laughs> but my instant reaction was, she's mad at me. And I got that from when I was a kid. My dad had a grumpy look on his face a lot. And, and he'll even tell you to this day, he's sad that he has such a grumpy look because people always thought he was mad. Well, I did too. But that's not necessarily what was true. I was closed in that situation. But uh, my, my hierarchy of brain took over, my safety, my what did I do wrong? And so your IGS is like this integral part of who you are that's helping you uncover and reprogram to what's accurate in your life today. Okay, so uh, as an example, like, you know, I, I know this is true for me and it's true for everybody and it's goes along a little bit with your with your story so if you are interacting with somebody and they're confusing you like you you're you know you they say one thing but they act another and you know you're trying to figure out what the heck's going on you know it's like you know do they like you do they not like you are they distracting and and you you over here because of whatever reason like want to have an answer because it makes you feel better so without sort of interfering with that person over there, and how do you manage your reactions to to people or, or when you're trying to figure out, well, what's going on? Like uh, besides just absolutely. going and asking them, which would be sort of simple, can, but, you know. Absolutely, 100% you can get information about what is happening on the other side of that conversation, mm-hmm. whether that person's going to take advantage of you, whether they're not going to take advantage of you, whether you can mm-hmm. trust that. Um, if, I mean, if you think somebody's talking behind your back, you can check in with your IGS and find out if that's true. In fact, if you think somebody's talking mm-hmm. behind your back and you get stress anxiety feeling around it, that means they're not. And if you think somebody's talking behind your back and you feel this calm sense of knowing where you feel very like there's a discernment, a wisdom energy that comes in, that means they are. I use it <laughs> all the time so, feels, in my, with my husband. It's so, so- that's so funny because it's so it it really seems so counterintuitive to how we're we're trained in this, you know. Yes. To to no, say well, I feel anxiety, therefore that's true. But you're you're saying just the opposite of that, which is so interesting. It I know that's why this is so important because we're a lot of us. The reason why we're having the chaos moments in our lives and whatever is our particular chaos theme that we have is because we're going against the grain of our guidance. It is amazing when you learn how to use this, how much everything changes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, an, that's how, interesting. So, so, yeah. so, if you, so, you, so you're having this moment with anybody, however it is, boss, you know, boyfriend, whatever. And I, I think I'm just using it because it's the simple, this is the thing I hear all the time. You know, people's interactions with people are so, you know, potent. It's important, yeah. So, yeah. So if you're you're saying if you having if you're had some interaction or you're confused about somebody, 
you would just ask a question like, is, is, is it true about so-and-so? And then say, if I feel stressed, then it's not true. Or if I feel a sort of a calmness, then I go, oh, it is true? So I mean, the reason, like, yeah. So that's, so, so here's the thing. What I would have you do is, is if, if you're feeling that, what, go to the first thing that I told you. When I'm feeling, when you're feeling stressed, worry, anxiety, that stuff's coming up, I'm closed. That means what I'm thinking mm-hmm. is not true and not going to happen. And feel the okay. sense of ease happen. Because what's happening is the, the reason why I go back to that instead of you trying to work, someone trying to work it out like, oh, that means it's not true and I'm feeling this and I'm feeling that. When we go up into the mind to try and solve something, it's schizophrenic, mm-hmm. it's crazy, it's confusing. But when we stay with our IGS and our body, it becomes solid. So the more you say that you feel that sense of ease, number one, you're training your mind to trust your internal guidance system. Number two, your sense of ease, the mo- because when we're under stress, our mind doesn't think well, right? They've proven that in studies. Right. So the moment that you say, this, I'm close, that means I'm true, and it's not going to happen. It's not true. It's not going to happen. The ease starts coming back. You're de-stressing, mm-hmm. literally, and the mind can think more clearly. And it's like, wow. Okay, and so you're actually creating more wherewithal for, with which you can actually solve the problem. So if it's not true and it's just not going to happen, once you're, that ease has begun, huh, the next thing I, I recommend people do is ask themselves, well, then what could be true? Because it, it's really the imagination is a part of our brain that isn't connected to our old habitual patterns from our, our childhood. So when you imagine, well, what could I imagine? So an example of this is my dad and I had massive problems for years and years and years. And one year in my 20s, I was driving up for Christmas, and I was already pretty upset and pissed off and frustrated with him. You know how we can do that. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there driving, and I thought, I had an eight-hour drive. I thought, wow, I'm closed. I'm closing at he doesn't love me. He loves my brother more. He's going to pick on me. He's going to ignore me, and I'm closed. So I started the imagination game. And what I came up with that opened me finally after going all over the place was my dad doesn't know how to be a father to a girl. And I got this opening that was so open, I, I, it flooded my body. And it's like a compass. Okay. So the more it goes towards closing or opening, the stronger the opening or the stronger the closing, the more true or the less true it is. So when someone's in a form of panic, and like in the middle of the night about something, that means that it's so not true. You shouldn't even think about it at all. It is not coming your way. You can let it go completely. So anyways, I got this massive opening, and I could never go back to my dad doesn't love me. I'll, I got to, I need to teach my dad how to be a good dad to a girl. Don't just get mad when he gives me the wrong gift at Christmas. Help him find out what I love to do, and I'd say, here's five gifts that I'd love to have from you. Dad, pick one. Oh, thank you. Oh, my gosh. And then I go, I love it. You did so good. And then my dad just didn't know. I'm like, hey, Dad, you know, when I'm going and doing this. You should show up. You're my dad. It's expected. Really? Okay. It show up, you know. And be like, I'm like, yeah, you came. And he's like, good. I'm so glad you told me. Until I got to a place where my dad would ask, what's expected of me here? Right. You know. So so it's, it's a – it's a, yeah. It's it's a it's a, well it's a wonderful process because you're saying that 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 realization then moves you further along, and then you're more open to sort of yes being guided ha- to that. So okay, excellent. Happiness and health. 
happiness it, it, and it moves you. It's constantly moving you towards happiness and health and harmony. It, it, it just is. Okay. So we, we only have a, a minute or so left. I, I can't believe oh. it really went by very quickly. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait a minute. I'm so going to miss you. This has been great. Uh, this is great. So let, why don't you tell our listeners, one, where they can find you, where they can find the book. And, okay. Um, and also, um, if you have one more tip, we will keep recording after the, the timing stops. But just go ahead, tell everybody where they can find you, and, and one parting tip if you want to. Great. Thank you. So my website is yourinnergps.org yourinnergps.org and it's y-o-u-r-i-n-n-e-r-g-p-s and there you'll you can do the exercise and I also have a video tutorial the book is available on Amazon came out yesterday in fact it's going up the ranks I'm so exciting all my Facebook friends are helping me get to number one where it last I checked 45 on Amazon which is so exciting it came out yesterday in bookstores so you can find it at any of Barnes and Noble and your local bookstore and then the other the last tip that I have for you is and I think the most important is your openings, when you have them, which you're, you've been having them, they're a part of your destiny. They're a part of your purpose. And so it's so important when you get an opening to call a friend, to give somebody a book, to, to start something new in your life. That is going to be the most successful endeavor or thing that you could do in that moment. So follow your openings. We've talked a lot about closings, but your opening is where everything's at, your joy, your wisdom, your 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 fluidity towards your divine purpose. So, so I can't encourage you enough to find those openings and live them because we need them. They create heart, health and harmony on this planet. Very good. Well, I want to thank my guest today who has been is Zen DeBrook, and she is the author of Your Inner GPS, and I think we've gotten a lot out of, out of this. At least I've gotten definitely a lot out of this. So, <laughs> Zen, thank you so much for, for joining us today. It's been, been a pleasure talking to you. Thank, thank you for having me. I really loved it. Right. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed the show. It is really great fun to speak to people and find out what they're doing in the world. If you are interested in reaching out, on air, online, or in person, let me show you how. I am partnered with some great people, some strategic thinkers and consultants to bring you the best services available. Call me at 347-560-1624 or email me at sandraleeshubert at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. 